Thanks for listening to the Cascade Vineyard Church Podcast. To learn more about our community or the vineyard movement as a whole, feel free to visit our website, cascadevineyard.org. There you'll also find additional teachings, information on our various ministries, and other resources for further developing your faith. We'd love to have you join us for worship. Enjoy this message. Sometimes there is uh, a debate, a little bit of tension or conflict uh, between science and faith, okay? Um, You think about creation, you know, did God create the world in six days or did it take millions of years or how old is the earth? Man was man, did we evolve? Did we create it as man? How does that all work? (coughs) Every now and then there are those sort of differentiations and Sometimes those things can be reconciled. Sometimes they can't. Sometimes it's really just a matter of faith. You you go, I believe what I believe because that's what I believe and that's it, period. End of discussion. Um, There are, though, there are times in which faith and science, scripture and science, line up perfectly. And one of those is the area of personal happiness and well-being. Uh, so as we, as we uh, think this week, coming this week is Thanksgiving, right? Everybody knew that? It's an interesting holiday. It's unique in the sense that, so for, for Christmas and Easter are directly connected to the, to the life of Jesus. And so in the church, uh, although pretty much everybody celebrates Christmas and Easter in some fashion, some way, in the church we recognize what those holidays are about and, and they have s- special and significant meaning to us. Uh, on the other hand, uh, you know, uh, Thanksgiving's a little bit different. It certainly has uh, a connection to God, you know, in giving thanks, but it's only 150 or so years old. It has nothing to do with, with Jesus per se. Uh, and also, the other thing about Thanksgiving is it's uniquely American. So Christmas and Easter are universally celebrated worldwide. Thanksgiving is just us. What are you laughing at? You are, go sit in the back. Gosh. I'm just kidding. I love you. Um, It's uniquely American. I remember, so we have our giveaway today. The, the first, I think, was the first or second, but I think the first year we were here in this church and we did, we've done this outreach every year, we didn't have the system in place that we do now. We used to go to Winco, Winco Foods here in Tigard. We'll sell, they sell a box with everything for Thanksgiving in the box. And so we would just go buy those boxes and we would buy as many as we could afford. But we did, today... We have people pre-signed up to come and receive. At that time, we didn't know, we didn't do that. We didn't have any, we didn't know who to give to. So there's an apartment complex, a, a low-income apartment complex over on Benita called Benita Villa. And so we just went there and went door to door and just knocked on people's doors and said, hey, would you like a, a Thanksgiving dinner box? And I'll never forget knocking on a door and a young man, probably, uh, you know, in his late teens, maybe 20-ish, opened the door, and uh, he, was, uh, he was Latino, 
And I said, hey, we have a Thanksgiving dinner box here if you would like a Thanksgiving dinner box. And he looked at me kind of like, and he said, what's Thanksgiving? And, and it struck me, well, from wherever he had come from, it wasn't celebrated. Thanksgiving is uniquely American. And so in that regard, it's different than some of those other holidays. But I want to talk about Thanksgiving today. Uh, as Christians, Thanksgiving should be not something we celebrate once a year, but really an attitude of our heart all the time, right? We, we are instructed throughout Scripture to be a thankful people, and it's such an important reality and an important dynamic for us. Here, here, and here's, the, here's the, what I want to share with you today. First of all, we, we understand that giving thanks is directed towards God. It's not about us, it's about Him. We, we, we want to acknowledge who God is, and we want to give Him thanks for who He is, uh, certainly for his, his, his blessing in our life, and, and for the goodness of God as it's directed towards us, but also just um, for, for God himself and, and just his presence and his goodness and his great grace towards us. So it's, it's directed towards him. But that said, there is a benefit accrued to us by being thankful. And the benefit is this. The, the benefit is that we will be happier people if we cultivate a gift of thanksgiving in our hearts. That is scriptural. It's a biblical principle that is very, very evident in scripture, but it is also statistically proven. Science has shown us that people who cultivate that attitude of gratitude, who are thankful in their hearts, will be happier people. So our title today, as you can see, is, called, is The Science of Happiness. I want to just pray uh, real quick, and then we'll, uh, we'll jump in. So, Lord, on this day, I pray you would uh, remind each of us of the things that we have to be thankful for, and that you would teach each of us afresh to cultivate thanksgiving in our hearts this week, that we might be especially uh, mindful uh, of, of just being thankful uh, to you in all things. In your name we pray, amen. So uh, being thankful is well documented in scripture, we know that, but let's just, let's just look at it real quick. So Paul says in 1 Corinthians 6, I always thank God for you because of the grace given you in Christ Jesus. 1 Corinthians 1, I'm sorry. Then he says, I've not stopped giving thanks for you, remembering you in my prayers. That's from Ephesians 1. First Thessalonians 1, we always thank God for all of you and continually mention you in our prayers. And then uh, first, Second Thessalonians 1, we ought always to thank God for you, brothers and sisters. And then he continues on from there. I think you see a pattern emerging. All of these are the introductions to various letters Paul wrote. And in each of them, uh, he is reminding those folks that he is connecting with and communicating with that he's thankful for them. Um, thanksgiving for the Apostle Paul I believe, was a lifestyle. It was uh, something that he uh, practiced on a regular basis. Now, uh, consider, if you will, Paul, uh, Thanksgiving was not necessarily connected to the circumstances of his life, okay? I was thinking about this uh, yesterday. I was at home 
uh, just sitting kind of thinking about today and the message and stuff. And uh, it, it struck me, Paul had it way easier before he was a Christian. If you think about it, he had power, he had authority, he had resource, he had the backing of the government. Uh, things were going well for him. He meets Jesus on the Damascus Road. He gives his life to Christ. He gets beat up repeatedly, thrown in prison. He gets shipwrecked. He gets bit by a snake, for God's sakes. I mean, things don't go well. None of that affected his ability to be a thankful person. Thanksgiving in the heart of the Apostle Paul was not in any way connected to the circumstances of his life. He was thankful, and he was thankful for others, even when his personal circumstances were, were pretty sucky. Uh, that's a theological term. But uh, th- things didn't always go well for him, but that did not affect his ability to give thanks. Gratitude was not based on external realities. It was based on an internal reality. It was a, a condition of the heart uh, based on the goodness of God. He says in Colossians 3, let the peace of God rule in your hearts since as members of one body you are called to peace and be thankful. Um, and I, I, the, the last little phrase there, it's, it's a sentence in itself, and be thankful. There's no qualification on it. It does not say why to be, be thankful because of this or that. He doesn't say when to be thankful. Be thankful at this time or that time. He just says and be thankful. <clears throat> and the reality is that that's an imperative. It's a command. He's not, it's not a suggestion. It's not a good idea. It's not a question. He just says be thankful. I think... It's also worth mentioning here that the peace of God ruling in your heart and being thankful are connected. Your heart will be more peaceful. It'll be a peaceful place here if we remember to be thankful. Um, So a thankful heart is not only a happy heart, a thankful heart is also a peaceful heart. There's a tremendous sense of well-being that comes simply by practicing gratitude. In Thessalonians He says, rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. So not only is thanksgiving uh, a commandment, but it's also God's will. And again, I think, you know, in certain situations we ask God, what's your will here today? Why don't we say, Lord, (coughs) I know it's your will for me to be thankful, so thank you for whatever's happening in my life right now, and then give me further direction. And he does say, though, and I think this is also important, to be thankful in all situations, not thankful for all situations. There's a huge difference between those two things. So in other words, uh, we don't say, thank you, Lord, for this terminal illness that you've given me. Thank you, Lord, for uh, crashing my car yesterday. Thank you, Lord, that I lost my job. We're not thanking him for those things, but... Despite those things, we can be thankful in those situations. So even when we're sick, even when you know, our, our finances are uh, undone in one way or another, even when we are experiencing relational difficulties, whatever's happening in our life, we can still find a way to be thankful for who God is. I'm not thanking you that that particular thing happened. I'm thanking you that you love me, you care for me, and you're part of my life uh, even in that circumstance. I will never forget my pastor growing up said one time, Jesus never promised it would be easy. What he did promise is he would be with you no matter what. So even when circumstances are difficult, we can trust that God will still be with us in those things. 
and thank him despite whatever we might be going through at the moment. Paul isn't delusional. Uh, he had, as I previously mentioned, been through some very significantly challenging situations in his own life, and yet he maintains this attitude of thanksgiving throughout. Uh, another thing here, rejoicing and thanksgiving are also connected. God, God created us. So, so, you know, he understands the operating system, right? He knows the internal components and how they work and how we're put together. And so he, he knows how we work. So, for example, when we read scripture and there are, you know, certain passages that indicate don't sin, don't do these certain things because, you know, uh, just don't do these things. We, we can think, well, does, is God just a party pooper? He wants to spoil all my fun. No. Uh, that's not really the case. The reality is God knows those things are bad for you. He doesn't want you to do them. So it's absolutely no different than as a parent, if your child is going to reach out and touch something hot, you say, don't touch that. And you're not trying to, you know, limit the child's fun. You want to protect them from getting burned. That's going to hurt you. And that's why God says those things. Don't do that. It'll hurt you. So in the same way, when God says give thanks, he knows that's a good thing. That will benefit you to be a thankful person. That's the reason it's so predominant in scripture. Give thanks because you'll have peace in your heart. You'll have joy in your heart and you'll be a happier person if, if you can maintain that attitude of gratitude like Paul throughout circumstances. So, biblically, the value and importance of thanksgiving are well documented. We get that. I want to talk about science for a minute. Not my area of expertise per se, but I did do a little research. Um, there's an, actually a field of study, an entire field of study called the science of happiness. And it's a study, certain, it, it began, it's, 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 it's actually, okay, so it's called... Um, the science of gratitude, but it started as the science of happiness. And what happened was researchers wondered why are some people happy and some people not happy? And is there anything we can do as scientists to help those people that are not happy be happier? That's a, that's a valid study, right? If we, could, if we could increase the level of happiness in people's lives, gosh, we would be really popular and people would like us. Um, so they began to study happiness in people's lives and there was a consistent component they found throughout which was gratitude. So that science of happiness evolved into the science of gratitude and they began to study that. So here's a little bit of a, a sample of some of that work. November uh, of 2015 issue of Psychology Today documented uh, a, this study. Dr. Robert Emmons was one of the guys who did some of that research. He is a professor at UC Davis in California published an article in the Journal of Personality and Social Psychology. Uh, so one of his studies, they had three groups of people. Each group was given a diary and asked to, uh, at the end of the day for 10 weeks, to, to write in the diary. Group number one was said, at the end of every day for 10 weeks, we want you to write down something you're thankful for today. Group number two was instructed every day at the end of the day for 10 weeks, we want you to write down something that irritated you today. Group number three was instructed, we just want you to write an observation, good, bad, or otherwise, anything, whatever, whatever you notice today, write that down. None of the groups were told what the other group was writing. They were only in their own group. So at the end of 10 weeks, 
the group who wrote down things they were thankful for were not only happier, they had a more optimistic outlook on life, they were less stressed, they got sick less, and check this out, they exercised more, which was not suggested in the study. It, just was, it, it was a complete and total byproduct of writing down things they were thankful for at the end of the day. Another study, uh, they asked people just to engage in different behaviors, a variety of different behaviors uh, throughout the day, and the effect of those behaviors on the subject was measured. And again, the group who was asked to express gratitude, to give thanks, came back with increased happiness in their life. This is one of the most interesting ones to me. 65 adults who all had some form of neuromuscular disease, so they had Parkinson's disease or some, some other neuromuscular disease, were asked to keep a gratitude diary. So for 21 days, only three weeks, to write down each day things they were thankful for. In addition to those folks keeping the diary, the spouse and or partner of those people was also asked to rate the mood and the life satisfaction of their partner. Here, here are the results of that particular study. Results showed that the gratitude group, so there was another group that did it that didn't give gratitude. The gratitude group had more positive views of their life as a whole than control participants. They also reported a more positive mood and less negative mood on a daily basis during the study period. Their partners also reported that graduate participants had a more positive mood and greater satisfaction with life. With respect to health, the gratitude condition actually improved participants' sleep, both the amount and the quality. Perhaps focusing on life's blessings reduced the worry and angst that keeps people awake at night. This is the, I'm going to read the summary of the entire study. In summary, writing gratitude diaries seems to be beneficial no matter what. Specific benefits of gratitude seem to depend on what you're comparing it to. Whether you're healthy or sick, how frequently or what period of time you do the practice. Just two or three weeks of filling out gratitude diaries each evening seems to improve move, mood, optimistic outlook, and life satisfaction, as well as making you more likely to help other people. Interesting. If you want to gain benefit from gratitude, you may need to persist with the diaries. For two or three months, this practice takes only five to ten minutes a day, but when done cumulatively, seems to reorient your mental compass towards focusing on the positive. So science has proven that a grateful heart is a happy heart. Makes sense, really, doesn't it? Totally, totally corresponds with scripture. It's what we would believe anyway. Peace, well-being, happiness, joy are all connected to gratitude. Um, so, so again, I mean, God loves us. Uh, he created us. He, he wants us to be at peace, wants us to be at peace with one another, wants us to be at peace with him. He, wants, he really wants us to be happy. And he gives us over and over, really, uh, indications as how can we do that? How do we be happy? One very simple way is just to be uh, cultivating that attitude of gratitude in our hearts all the time. Um, Paul tells us to try to be content in every situation. We read last week the verse that says, be content with food and clothing. And look, when we read those things in Scripture, we go, yes, that's true. I, I, I get that, right? I know. 
But the question is, though, do we do that? Are we able to walk in that? Um, I'll, I'll, say, I'll, be, I'll say this. I don't, it's not easy. If we do it, it's not easily done. Um, part of the reason is that we live in a culture that works against that. Our whole system is built on being discontent. So uh, capital, we live in a capitalistic society. And look, look, I'm not down on capitalism. It's the best system out there. But the reality is it's built on being discontent, right? The whole idea is that um, I'm programmed to want more. I want more stuff. So if I want more stuff, I work harder, I get a better job, I make more money, then I can get more stuff. I can get new cool jeans with holes in them. I can get better sparkly water and I can get uh, Angus grass-fed organic beef and my life will be better. The entire system is built on that discontent and and the, the striving for more. Companies pay millions of dollars to sell that to you. It's a 30-second spot on, in, during the Super Bowl. Anybody know how much a 30-second commercial costs during the Super Bowl? $5 million. $5 million to tell you that you will absolutely be happier if you buy this product. You buy, the, you buy this car, you wear these clothes, you drink this beer, and we guarantee you your life will be so much better You'll be happier. You'll have more friends. Chicks will dig you. I mean, that's the message, right? That's what, that, that's what it is. And, and look, so I want to say I understand that. I, I know how advertising works. I get it. Uh, but every now and then, I'll, I'll see a commercial, and I'll say to myself, i got to have that. I, I absolutely have to have that. It, it, and I'll tell you, you know, it, it, the culture we live in today, I love Amazon Prime, but it's a two-edged sword. Because the reality is I can have that right now. I don't have to get out of my pajamas and go to the store tomorrow. I can buy that thing and it'll be here tomorrow. Yeah, but here's the point. Have you ever heard that kind of thinking before? Anywhere? Go back, all the way back. Go back, back. Genesis 3. Did God really say that? No, come on. Eat it. Eat it, it's good. You will not surely die. Eat it now because there's only seven left. You guys don't remember Cal Worthington. Growing up in the 70s in California, there was a guy that sold cars on TV. Go see Cal. Somebody does, gosh. There's only seven left. How about no thanks? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm, I'm thankful for my unholy genes. I'm thankful for my car, my food, my beer, my friends, my family, my church. I'm thankful for the things God's doing in my life right now, and I'm good to go. I, I, I know Jesus loves me, and, and I'm content in heart with that, and I'm thankful for that. Uh, amen, hallelujah, praise the Lord. You know, uh, Jesus came into this world on my behalf, Amen. Jesus gave his life, died for me. Amen. He resurrected and rose that I might have life in him. Amen. That's the reality. Look, here's the thing. And uh, we'll kind of wrap up. Um, Maybe you're going through a hard time right now. And it's not easy. And I would never, ever uh, diminish the weight of that in anybody's life. 
okay? I, I would never discount what anyone has to go through, especially if I've never had to go through it. I, I think it, we sometimes fall into that, but I have no idea. And, and regardless of what you're going through right now, uh, you know, I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, your life, you, you, it might be like a, a country song. You know what I mean? My girl left me, my dog died, my truck broke down. Every country song is the same. It's just bad news. Um, whatever you're going through, it's just, I'm just saying it's what it is. Whatever you're going through, I, I believe God would encourage us today, and this is my encouragement to you guys today, to, to cultivate that attitude of thanksgiving in your heart. And this week, this week, and, and if you guys want to come up, Elijah and Zoe, Kyle. Um, so we have Thanksgiving this week. And, and I want to just encourage you this. You know, spend time with your families and friends and get together and... and and hang out and have fun and laugh and eat big food, you know. But in the midst of all that, try to be mindful of God's presence in your life and be thankful. Just give thanksgiving uh, for, you know, I don't, this whole thing of this, thanks, this, this gratitude diary, I'd never considered that before, but I thought about, what if, what if I did that? What if I got a little book and started writing down at the end of every day things I was thankful for? What would happen in my life? So just be thankful. Just be thankful this week. Thanks again for listening. If you'd like to sow into what God is doing through Cascade Vineyard, we always welcome your prayers for our church body, our communities, and our leadership. If you'd like to contribute financially, please visit cascadevineyard.org give.